All right, gang. Here we are, week six. Yeah. Dang, it's already been six weeks. Six weeks. Six, Time goes by six really weeks fast. of conversation, yeah. or we've had five going into six. But um, so Alfonso and I, we were kind of hoping to take some time today to just step back and um, maybe take some observations in of the last five weeks because we've had yeah. kind of an interesting run here. Um, and uh, this, the meal, by the way, is brought to you by Chipotle again. If any uh, public sponsors want to uh, jump in on this. It's a, fan, um, it's a fan favorite. Yes, it is a favorite for sure. Um, and we, we just thought it would be good to, like, mm-hmm. let's look back at the five conversations we've had. Mm-hmm. And we also felt like there are some things that have come up where we have felt like, oh, these are probably conversations we need to pick up on. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're going to take some time to do that today. Um, so, yeah, why don't, we, yeah. why don't we dive in and do that? Can I pray for us yeah, real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, Father, we just thank you for this time, and I am just so grateful to be uh, having these conversations, Lord. Um, and I'm excited that these conversations are continuing without a recent incident, right? So obviously things are going on in the world, but these conversations in the body of Christ, they don't need a national incident to help us move the conversation forward. And so my hope and my prayer is that today... Um, as we take stock of what we've been talking about, we uh, we enjoy that. And, Lord, that you create a, a pathway for us in the things you want us to talk about as we move forward. So we just ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, Fanny. So five episodes in. What, uh, what are some things that have really stuck out to you that you've been uh, like, hey, this is, this is something I've been kind of intrigued by or encouraged by? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of things that I've been really encouraged by um, over the last few weeks. But I think one of the biggest things is just in like the relational unity that we're getting to experience. I think mm-hmm. is definitely one um, where we're getting to talk about these things and just hash them out and just have a genuine conversation. But then outside of that, there's been many people in my life who have had a chance to, to tune in. Um, and hear what we're talking about um, and have been really encouraged um, about this continuing conversation. And I, and I think one of the two, one of the biggest things is just thinking about how, uh, you know, as a, as a body of Christ, we have to keep walking in, in oneness and unity. Um, it's a continual thing, just like, you know, repenting and believing in the gospel is the thing you'll be doing until the day yeah. you die. Mm-hmm. You know, continuing to have to repent over the times when we are disunified and having to reread the scriptures and be reminded of the fact that, oh yeah, be of the same mind, <laughs> same spirit is what Paul was saying you yeah. know, in the first uh, chapter of Philippians, you know, and so um, there's just so many instances of that in the scriptures and I think that's been really encouraging Yeah, and like the people I've been around I'm just like, yeah man, I, I'm realizing that we need to continue this over and over again um, of reminding ourselves of the gospel and the way that we relate to one another. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So that's what it's been like for me. What about you? Yeah, I, I think I've been encouraged by um, one. I've just been encouraged to talk to old friends. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, we've had a few folks join us. Um, I think Shep in particular. Mm-hmm. He's just a character, but he's you know he's just a genuine friend. Um, and I can remember honestly the first time I remember meeting Andre and his brother and excuse me 
you know, I, I could sense the skepticism right away. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Ooh, spicy. Spicy today. Um, I could sense skepticism, but just knowing that that relationship has withstood the test of time mm-hmm. has been encouraging for me. Um, and I'm also just excited that um, I really believe this. I, honestly, when we started this, it's kind of at the height of national incidents that were going on. And, mm-hmm. and even today, as we talk, there are still things that are happening, obviously, throughout the country. Um, you know, the, the there's things going on in major cities um, mm-hmm. from Portland all the way back into New York, right? There's there's things mm-hmm. happening all over the country. Um, but I just believe, and I'm excited to kind of start getting into a phase where without the national incidents happening, mm-hmm. this conversation, these dialogues, these relationships are still very important for mm-hmm. the body of Christ to figure out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and I feel like even friendship-wise, like, we've taken a step forward, Mm -hmm. right? Where it's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, we've been getting to know each other for the last couple of years, but, Mm -hmm. you know, this just kind of creates a new on-ramp for depth of friendship and relationship and pushback, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, and and so I think, like, those are are some things that initially I I just thank God for these last five or so weeks. Um, I've been really thankful for that. So, um I think one thing, uh, and I, I'll, be, I'll ask you this, I, I wouldn't say that this is negative, um, mm-hmm. but maybe I could phrase it this way as a question to you, because I know I have an answer for this for myself, but what have you found interesting? Not necessarily negative, but interesting in, in the sense of, man, we got a long way to go. Um, or, you know what I mean? Like, what are yeah. things that you look at? And, and, and I'm, before we even get to, like, what are things we want to tackle for the future, but... What are things that you've noticed in the last handful of weeks? Like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. That's a great question. A really, really intriguing question. I think, you know, one of the things that I've just been, oh, that's been really interesting is just like when I think about the the world right now, and especially the U.S., it, it amazes me how when there's the height of, something that happens that's tragic mm-hmm. and everyone's responding everyone's talking about it yeah but then it's like typically what happens is this conversation happens during that time when the height of it goes on and then everything just like kind of dies out mm-hmm. and then it's like the same people who are on social media bashing others for being silent yeah when that sidebar with even the silence is that just because someone's silent doesn't mean that they don't care I've learned yeah. that. That's yeah. like a huge thing I've learned. Yeah. Some people just need time to process, mm-hmm. right? So that's just a sidebar. The same people who are bashing others for being silent are the same people who are being silent right now and aren't saying anything. Mm. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, you were just you were just here for the hype. It's like, are we around just for the hype yep. of the situation? Or are we actually in this for the long haul of bringing about you know, the gospel into these places, um, into these spaces when when we're talking about the sin of humanity and just wickedness, like, or was I just in this just because, oh, everyone else is talking about it, so I am too. Yeah. And so it's been interesting to see some of that um, lately. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like, yeah, you get online, nobody's really talking about it anymore. Um, And it's been really interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So something that's been uh, just along those lines interesting, and, and I'll, I'll file this in the category of I have no idea what to do with this. Um, I've been kind of interested in the reality that um, we've seen conversations happen, and uh, I think that they've been good. And I've even gotten some feedback from people close to me like, hey, this is, this is really good. I, I love what you guys are doing. Um, and I've been like really encouraged by that. And I don't even mean this judgmentally, so I, I probably should preface it with that. But it's almost like in the same few minutes of having that conversation of like, hey, this is really good. I, I'm really excited about it. There's also been a moment where I look back and I see that um, like within minutes of that conversation, old behaviors come back. Mm-hmm. Or old lines of thought come back. Like you see, you know, this is this is what's wrong with this country. This is why people do, you know. And I've just been like, whoa! Uh, I just thought we were having like a breakthrough a few minutes ago mm-hmm. <laughs> about like, you know, worldview and like. And, and when I say worldview, I'm not talking like political. I'm talking Jesus intersecting our heart and messing with our view of the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I've been just like thinking we're making progress and then something happens on the news or on social media mm-hmm. and it's almost like that same person where I was starting to see some progress or some hope mm-hmm. uh, it just goes right back to whoa mm-hmm. uh, you just stepped back into a line of thought that I thought you were just telling me you mm-hmm. weren't there mm-hmm. you know and I mean I can do that for myself in different areas of life where um, I've you know like you were saying earlier I've, I sometimes you know as I'm preaching the gospel to other people I probably should have preached it to myself that morning. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I'm not trying to point people out and say, "See, look at these idiots." I'm trying to say, as I look at my own depravity and I look at my own sinfulness, um, I'm realizing that the washing of ourselves through a gospel lens of thinking is vitally important, uh, way more important mm-hmm. than just us sitting down and going, "Yeah, we talked about some racial stuff this week. It was good." Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not really bathing your life in the gospel I don't I don't really know that there's a change agent that's going to make this mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah as you were saying that, I was just thinking that's like I mean like in those types of conversations you have and the things that you see where it's like oh yeah I'm loving what's going on I'm hearing these things but yet a few minutes later my behavior and the way that I'm responding shows that I is this really hitting me Mm-hmm. And as you're talking, it's like the only thing that's truly going to change the, the heart of man is God. Mm-hmm. Only Christ can change us. Only Christ can allow us to to um, to respond and love one another well. Yeah. And and before we even started the, this podcast today, I was saying to, to Ryan, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, God. You definitely got to step in because I need you to even change my heart and the hearts of everyone else around me right now. Because this conversation doesn't matter if the gospel isn't involved. That's just, I mean, because yeah. um, the gospel is the, is the way that we view life. Yeah. You know, the scriptures are the way that we're supposed to even view this conversation. And if, if God isn't involved in transforming our lives and our hearts, mm-hmm. then us just being anti-racist isn't gonna even cut it yeah it's like we need him to work in us 
everything that we need that there can be everlasting change and not like behavior modification. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you too. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, can I, I one other thing that I thought has been interesting is um, I I actually happened to be in a conversation last night where I thought, wow, this is really interesting. We we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> I, I think there's a there's just a long way to go, um, and I, just a case in point is um, the conversation of the be- belief that Black Lives Matter versus the movement Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I've just realized there is still an incredible amount of dissecting the difference down, mm-hmm. um, so that people and and I, and I think this is really important. Like I am. I'm looking at this from the standpoint of the body of Christ, right? So mm-hmm. if if you're not someone who's following Jesus, uh, your methodology uh, is probably going to be way different than mine. I'm not judging you for it. I'm also not going to try to have that depth of conversation where, because mm-hmm. of the lens of the gospel, I can call you to something deeper and you can call me to something deeper. Mm-hmm. But so focusing on those that are within the body of Christ, I've been... Um, I've just it's been interesting to me that there's still a lot of dialogue um, and some clarity that I think um, I'm gonna start asking God for more help with around mm-hmm. saying that hey black lives matter um, is not to the exclusion of all lives matter mm-hmm. right um, and it's also not to the affirmation that I, I now buy into the to the platform of the movement mm-hmm. black lives matter right so um, you know that that to me, I just have felt like, wow, there's a there's a, a long way to go there, mm-hmm. conversationally. Lord, help us, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, my solve is not to legislate it. My solve is not mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, you know, change it through some branch of government. I'm not I'm not opposed. Like I'm not anti that. I'm just I'm trying to to talk with members of the body of Christ and say what what can we do mm-hmm. that actually demonstrates. Um, Christ likeness in these in these areas, mm. right? Because, uh, you know, that's that's been interesting. I, I would say one last thing about uh, interesting mm-hmm. is um, I just really believe that this moment has um, clarified at a greater level to me uh, that Matthew seven and the narrow road. Mm. I'm just realizing I think it's a narrow road <laughs> and it's become very interesting to me to just say um, co- narrow road Christianity is not cultural Christianity mm-hmm. and there are things about America that can be Christianized or can be viewed as Christian culturally mm-hmm. but narrow road Christianity I think is going to become weirder and weirder and more profound mm-hmm. and I actually think that that's for the better Mm-hmm. Um, because it the the gospel does call for us to be distinct from this world, mm. at where people all would almost look at us and go, "Wow, you're weird. Uh, you actually believe that?" Yeah, let's hit on that though for a minute. Okay. I think, I mean, yeah, I really think that there is something that every person that you're you're listening, or even ourselves, that we have to wrestle with, and it's like. Do we look like Christians? Mm-hmm. Do are we living a life of Christ likeness? Mm-hmm. Do we resemble that we've encountered the living God? 
Yeah. Like, in the way that we live, in the way that we act, the way that we treat each other, the way that we seek after Christ, the way that we view, the way that we look at life and culture and say, no, I have to process that through the lens of Scripture and the Gospel first. Like, mm-hmm. or are we running to culture and sociology and all those things yeah. to tell us how we are supposed to live? Um, what are, like, what are, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, we have to wrestle with that every day. It's like, am I seeking after Christ? Mm-hmm. And is Christ going to be enough to sustain me, yeah. to change me, that I might look different from the world? Or are we just blending in and looking like everyone else, but, but just throwing the name Christian on top of it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was, just, I was just struck by this the other day, just the idea that, like, yeah, like... Um, I think I saw it from uh, this morning. It was a quote from a pastor, and he was pretty much saying that, like, you know, yeah, people who don't drink or who don't smoke or who don't curse, like, people look at that and say, like, oh, yeah, like, those are Christian people. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it's just, like, you can do those things and they be considered good and not be Christian, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so it's just, like, it's not even about us just being good people. Yeah. It's do we know Jesus? And yeah. it's like, is that is that affecting the way that we live with one another, though? Yeah. yeah. Is Christ affecting the way we live? And I yeah. think that that's just a huge thing that so many of us need to wrestle with right now. Because mm-hmm. right now, this is a time and place in the world where it's like, are, are Christians going to look the part? Are we going to be holy, which means to be set apart? Are we going to look set apart to the world? Which is interesting because when you go look at the, even the narrative of the Old Testament, even through the New, what did God want for his people? Mm-hmm. That they would love him and obey him. That they would look different from everyone else so that they would know that, oh, we follow Yahweh. Yeah, he, there's some other God out yeah, there. And yeah. these people are very distinct. Yes, yeah. these people are very distinct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, all right, so let's talk about some future things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, the first handful of conversations that we've had um, have opened up, uh, I guess, on ramps for future topics, conversation. Um, I'm going to share one that I think would be good, but I know you were talking about one off camera, and I thought, yeah, we got to talk about that. So, um, so I honestly think one of the things we need to start doing is, um, you're going to laugh, but I want to start having some white guests and some black guests and, and just going, what, like, what are things that need to be broken down so that because of the gospel and because of like our desire to truly be in mm-hmm. community, what are things that we just need to work on? Like as a, for instance, like. Dude, what are what are some things white people do that drive you nuts? Mm-hmm. Um, in the body, right? Mm-hmm. So, like outside of the body, like I, you know, but within the body, like uh, or and and for white folks, like, hey, what what are some things that you just don't understand or you don't get? Like, mm-hmm. let's let's actually, and I, I'm thinking of a few of our friends that would mm-hmm. probably be willing to do this, but I think like this is where when we risk, um, it probably feels uncomfortable, but. Um, and yeah, obviously we've got a camera, right? So that that could that could create some some awkwardness. But I just look at it and like, what are things that we need to just like stumble through together? Mm-hmm. You know, and it it, it may be, like 
I would love to get to a point where, um, you know, even if we're looking at when we get together in the body and what are things that are weird or what are things that are uncomfortable or what are, mm -hmm. why is this so hard or why, like, mm -hmm. how can we be closer aligned because of the gospel, because mm -hmm. of these things, you know? Mm -hmm. I would love to start having breakthroughs in those areas. Mm -hmm. Like, <clears throat> and I think this is one of the things where I, I enjoyed the episode with Andre. I enjoyed the episode with Vincent. But I always felt like when I was working with them, I felt like, uh, especially with Andre and his brother Vincent and just a number of other folks that I was working with in the city of Buffalo, I just was like, where are all my, like, where are all my other white friends to, to be in this moment? Like, why am I the white guy who's in this moment? I don't feel very special. I don't feel very qualified. Mm -hmm. Can't there be more white people that want to get in on this, you know, and talk about this stuff? Mm -hmm. And so... I, that's kind of where I want to. That's something I want to do. I'd love to see that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's almost like, you know, the. I think about the title of the podcast. Yeah. Like you know, we're eating with the king. It's like, you know, Christ invites all people to come and know Him. Mm -hmm. All people. I don't care where you're. It doesn't matter where you're from. Mm -hmm. Right. That was what made the gospel so yes. amazing, especially when it was brought to Gentiles. Mm -hmm. Right. For, for all people and and because of that it's like our interaction as Christians are going to be with all people <laughs> like yeah. who, are, who are different with us than us um, who come from different cultural backgrounds um, who have done things a certain way and so then the question becomes like then what does it look like for us to all be a part of this yeah. conversation everybody Yeah. what does it look like for all of us to be you know, it goes back. It's just kind of crazy. It's almost like you just almost sound like redundant or like you're being a dead horse. But it's like, what does it take to the for a body of Christ to be unified amongst people who are just different? Yeah, know? and I think the strength of it is, um, like, it. I think it could get to a point where, you know, because there, I, I mean, I'll speak for myself. Mm -hmm. I think I'm not exceptional at, at really anything. <laughs> Parenting, husbandry, work. I'm just like a fairly average person, um, to be honest. Now, you are definitely more exceptional at some athletic things. You got some food in your beer there. Right. Um, Thanks. So that's why I said I'll speak for myself. I'm not very exceptional. I'm very average. But imagine a table full of average people that love Jesus and almost the meta communication, mm -hmm. the, the, the meta narrative is, honestly, it doesn't even matter what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. It would be that you could actually look at a table full of a diverse group of people and go, mm -hmm. huh, I wonder what's drawing them together. Mm -hmm. And what's, what's ultimately drawing us together is we need to be like Christ. Mm -hmm. And we want, to we want to model that to the world. Mm -hmm. So almost like, yes, the conversation of whatever the topic is is important, but almost more important is mm -hmm. what is being put on display here. And it's not... That's what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. it's not like these mega pastors mm -hmm. or mega influential cultural people are at a table talking. It's that some group of college students in a midwestern <laughs> town in the middle of a cornfield yeah. that they're actually doing this. Mm -hmm. I think that's the power of it, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm sorry. I, I just thought that was like a good picture. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I love that because it's like. We are all, it's like, yeah, we're all in the same boat. Mm -hmm. Man, we all need Jesus. Yeah. And I, I don't care who you are, where you're from. I don't care how special you may seem in the world's eyes. Before God, we are all sinners. 
we are all people who need to be redeemed by God. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we had a uh, technical mm -hmm. glitch there. Someone called while I was... So, where were you at there, buddy? Yeah, I think what I was just going to say is just like understanding all of us being in the same position before God. Yes. Needing to be saved from our sin. Yeah. Is what allows all of us to still be able to walk in that unity and have this conversation, even as average people yeah. who are in the same position. Yes. And, and, I, and I love it when it's like, you know, when, when Paul's like, do nothing from uh, selfish ambition or conceit. Mm -hmm. But then he goes in and he's like, yeah, treat others. Don't look to not just your own interests, but the interests of others. Yes. Not, not thinking of yourself highly than what you are. All these things. And it's like, that is what should allow us to be able to come together no matter who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. All right. So that that's an exciting one. Now you, let's, um, let's talk about this last one. Like I know uh, mm -hmm. you had brought up off camera, but mm -hmm. uh, specific area of focus. Now, yeah. What was that? Yeah, one of the things that I think about, I've been having lots of conversations, and even I'm, I would love to have this conversation. And, it, and the conversation is really centered on how do you bridge the gap between the things of the world and sociology, mm -hmm. theories of the world, and not allowing those things to kind of dictate the way that Christians view life when we have the scriptures yeah. as the lens in which we're supposed to process even the things that we're hearing about. Yeah. You know, so it's like, it's like as a Christian, am I going to let sociology, psychology, and culture process Christianity? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to use the scriptures and God's word and the gospel to process those things and understand yeah. those things? So it's like, what is the lens? And so one of the things within that is even talking about like critical theory and like critical Crit race, yeah. race mm -hmm. theory and like how that applies to to even this conversation and we'll definitely have a conversation about that and kind of explain to you all what what critical theory is and critical race theory is but i just think it's a useful conversation to have mm -hmm. um just so just i think for christians to be aware of of those things um and like how some of those things can maybe influence us as Christians um, in ways that may take may or may not take away from the gospel. Um, yeah. So I think that that's just one topic I would love to, to definitely talk about. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, you know, and it, it might even be fun at some. I, I think at some point it would be fun to even you know for those that are engaged in this conversation outside of the body. Um around race is it is there is it advantageous to sit down and invite them in and say hey we're as a group of people that love jesus we're wondering you know what what can we do to make a difference or or does it you know i mean can, does it bring up just very clearly for all of mm -hmm. us the the things that we could probably do to participate mm -hmm. in helping um but also the things that yeah this is as christians this is what makes us possess a kingdom view versus a we're going to legislate this or we're going to da, 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 you know I think all of those things mm -hmm. would be a lot of fun mm -hmm. so why don't we try doing that um, we'll start kind of focusing on those areas um, mm -hmm. I think in particular I'd love to start having just regular folks mm -hmm. sitting at the table with us and you know maybe we could even invite some friends into that 
um, yeah. that are part of our local church here. And you know, again, again, the you know, if this can be happening in Northwest Ohio in Bowling Green, it can anywhere. Else. It can happen anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't. Um, <laughs> nobody really looks at this place as like a cultural hub. Uh, a city center that must be reached. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, we, we look at it as, mm-hmm. yeah, there's people here that need Jesus and, and mm-hmm. we love Jesus and we want to make Jesus known. All, all mm-hmm. of that is true. But, you know, we're not in Philly. We're not in Boston. We're not in New York. We're not in Toronto or Seattle or fill in the blank of a much bigger city. But mm-hmm. but we are members of God's kingdom and mm-hmm. and we're, we're trying to figure this out as yeah. we stumble forward. So, yeah. Any, you, anything else? Yeah, as you were saying, I was just thinking like, man, with all of this stuff, like God can use anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, where you live, um, church context. Like He can use anyone to point all of it, like to help us walk this line. Yeah. Um, with truth through Scripture and, and the gospel. You yeah. Know, even average people like us who are just in Bowling Green, Ohio, on a on a nice day doing a podcast together you know <laughs> yeah like, he does what he wants he's above us yeah um, so that's why I love this yeah being able to do this I did too I, I mean just as a general observation I'm I'm just I, I believe in this idea mm-hmm. and I think five episodes in this is now our sixth I still remain excited that methodologically this is part of the solution um, that everyday people come together to not forget this conversation and to try to put on display for the body um, something that's very easy and can be done on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the beauty of the gospel is it draws the whole, it can draw the whole world from different all corners. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited about mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. um, man, blessings to you. Yeah, same. And blessings to you, gang. We'll be back mm-hmm. next week uh, talking about some stuff and looking forward to just trying to follow Jesus and and reflect his glory into the world. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right.